Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. We are talking about the 20 to 30-year-old demographic. These are all generalizations, which I'm about to make, but I'm going to. I think that that tends to be a very lonely time for many people, especially people that are getting out of college, go from high school typically into college, then you're done with college and now you're in the world. And when you're in college, ideally, this isn't this way for everyone, but ideally people have a social network, fun, there's lots of partying. You know, even if you don't party, they usually find a little social network. Yeah, there's community in college. And then all of a sudden there's not anymore. And you're out there in the world looking for a job or you've got a job and now you're trying to acclimate to, I think, being an adult. Yeah. And I think it's important to mention if you are resourced to go to college, considering what that transition would look like. Well, the people that I know that haven't been fortunate enough to go to college or don't want to go to college. It's a lot of working and not too much community either, just trying to make ends meet. So there's a lot of exhaustion, I think, in those circumstances, a lot of exhaustion and overwhelm. It's just like the premise of going from community to just being on your own all of a sudden out in the world. So that could apply to high school if you do go to high school. Whether it's high school going out to the world or college going out to the world. I remember, and that was a long time ago for me, that was a hard transition. And it's a transition that we don't talk about very much. And I feel sad about that because I think that it's probably a common thing that people tend to struggle with loneliness quite a bit. I'm wondering, you're closer to that age than I am. Do you recall having gone through that? Yeah, definitely. It was really hard to leave my group and just kind of the community-oriented world I had been in. It seems like everyone just kind of goes off on their own and can be really lonely and confusing and just disorienting. Yeah. So you're not the only person. I know lots of people in this age group, and I think most of them have had that very similar kind of experience. And then I guess for many people, you find your community eventually, or you find a community through work, or you find a significant other. So you fill your loneliness with a significant other, and then maybe a family. So kind of people move from that in that way. Or I guess if people have a spiritual community, that's a place. But for 20-year-olds, It's not so easy. And the reason why I bring this up is because I was just thinking about some of the folks I know that are in this age group and how I wish that, I mean, we could, but it's just a matter of like, would people ever come? I don't think that they would, but what a cool idea if we could have empathy gym for 20 year olds, because now if you want to find community, you kind of have to go to a bar, right? That's the place people find community is that like the drinking establishments. And like, what if somebody's really not into that or doesn't feel comfortable with that? And then there's the question of like the quality of the communication that's happening in those places. Is it really a place where people are experiencing being seen and heard and valued without judgment, real connection? In different communities too, like pickleball for you, if you're able-bodied, You know, you can join some sort of recreational sport. 
Yeah. So those other ways. But the thing that I like about pickleball is you don't talk too much with people. You're there with people and you're enjoying company, but there's not a whole lot of conversation. And that's kind of nice too. But I also enjoy conversation and I like to get my need for communication and interaction met in other ways, like through my NVC work, for sure. I've just been kind of dreaming about what it would be like if we had empathy gym for 20 year olds where they just come in and they know how to give each other empathy and they get to share in that way and get to know each other. Like it's been very rare that I put people in empathy gym, even total strangers, and they spend five or seven minutes doing empathy process, listening and being present and taking needs guesses where I think people really enjoy that. They really long for that, being able to be heard in that kind of a way. And that's not the way that we've learned to communicate with each other. So it's, I think, a struggle for folks. People don't like to go out to places because they don't have that ease in their connection with one another or don't have an experience of non-judgment out there in the world. So just dreaming about a place where people could come and that's there for them, like a place to just have a connection. Well, that's what Empathy Gym is. I mean, it's a place to connect and to listen and to be deeply heard. Yeah, I know. And yet we don't get many people that age. That's the thing. I think that there's a whole demographic of folks that would eat this up if they knew what it was and there was a way to like get it to them and get some people to try it out. I think that people would really, really enjoy it. And it would fill this huge void of loneliness, seclusion, and lack of community. I think it could be the answer for all of that. Has me thinking too, I don't know if I mentioned this on a recent podcast, but the Surgeon General of the United States was on a podcast. He was on that On Being podcast. And I was so excited and sad at the same time listening because he was saying that he thought the number one health problem in the United States was lack of connection, loneliness, like that Mm. that's the underlying health problem of everything that's happening. And to have our Surgeon General of the United States like get how important connection is in our well-being and our health was just like, whoa, that's amazing. And yet I felt so sad because I was like, I have built this system that allows us to intentionally have connection and it can scale up. It's scalable. I need to know you, Surgeon General. <laughs> I actually sent him a copy of my book with a card. I figured I had nothing to lose, you know, saying, hey, yeah. you know that connection's the biggest issue. I have a process to help people replicate connection over and over again, and I can scale it. So I think we need to know each other. But I haven't that's heard a, back from him yet. So that's a pretty but, big thing for a public figure to acknowledge. I know these soft skills, like I have thoughts people do not take them seriously. Mm -hmm. And yet what we've done is we've figured out a way to actually measure people's progress in these soft skills. So there is a solution, like a measurable solution for this. Yeah, you've been able to quantify it. Do you feel frustrated or maybe a sense of like helplessness or powerlessness, like having this thing and not knowing how to have it reach that demographic or just more people? Yes. I mean, we've built it and we've got lots of people involved, but my birthday's in a few weeks. I'm turning 59. I don't have that many years left. And I, I would really like to scale this baby. Like, that's what I want. We've got it down. We're ready to scale it. Just need help 
So if there's any of our listeners out there that know the Surgeon General or the president of Microsoft, he too apparently is an NVC guy. He read the book, not my book. You should read my book. I actually sent him a copy of my book too. You're hitting everyone up. Well, I figure you might as well. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll actually end up in his hands. You just never know. Anyways, I've been thinking about how there's this huge demographic of young people that can learn the skill and they could have community, which is what I think so many of them are longing for. I mean, that's for everybody, but that age in particular seems to really struggle with the loneliness thing even more so than I think any other age. That is a total judgment. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just thinking that. So if you are in your 20s or you know somebody in their 20s, send them to the intro to NBC and they can start to get a sense of the empathy gym because the live session is actually in the empathy gym and they'll get all the sweetness and the connection and the skill and we could save the world that way. It's true. Empathy gym is awesome, which I know is a judgment. I haven't been in a while and maybe usually before I go, I have a little bit of resistance, especially if I think I don't have anything to talk about. But every time I go afterwards, I feel so connected and really meets my needs for community and being heard and presence. So I know it is a weird thing every time, almost like without fail. And I'm doing this a long time. People come in and they're hesitant or they're down or they're overwhelmed or whatever. Any number of difficult emotions, exhausted. And then 75 minutes later, because they check in and they check out. So I know where they are when they start and I know where they are when they end. Should be keeping track of that as data because it's so compelling. It's such a drastic difference. And yeah, even if you are resistant to being there, you can work with that. And you can name it. Yeah. Well, it's almost exactly like going to the regular gym, right? Don't you find? Yeah. Some days you're just like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm so exhausted. I don't have it in me. And then when you go, you're always so happy afterwards. Like, wow, that just saved me. It's the exact same experience. It's weird how it's just so parallel to that. Can't explain. It can't pull people to it. You just got to make it a priority and do it. Game changer. All right, folks. So... That's enough of a plug for intro and empathy, Jim. And we have our empathy warm line, which is 850-706-0488. Actually had it in my head there. Did you want to say it? (laughs) That's okay. That's your thing. All right. Bye, all. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.